0: Door just open. all right so I'm gonna read Romans here uh 15 mm like 18 and 19 uh, I'll start at 17. Um, no, it started 15, 15 through 19. But on some points I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder because of the grace given me by God to be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God. For I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed. Isn't that interesting? Like his work is geared towards bringing them into obedience. That's like the opposite of the modern church. Mm -hmm. To the modern church, obedience is optional. Mm -hmm. And that's not a Christian. That's not a son of God. Obedience is not optional. Then he says, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. Another version says, I have preached, uh, let me see, uh, this is the modern English, that was the ESV. This version says, uh, so that from Jerusalem and as far around as Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And I'm, I'm curious now what these two it mentions power twice. I'm going to look it up here to see which words they are. So that's miraculous ability. Um, through mighty signs and wonders, by the power, the miraculous ability, Of the Spirit of God. I have fully preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me go back here. By the power of signs and wonders, Modern English says. And then uh, through the mighty signs and wonders, uh, King James says. So, first of all, we are not fully preaching. The gospel of Jesus Christ without mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. Period. So, and so, I always like to draw these comparisons between where, like, if we can see where we're supposed to be and where most where modern Christianity is, we can see the gap. It's easy Uh to see. It's like you know when you when a tornado takes on a path and goes through the town and you get up in the air, you can see the path. Yeah. You can see where the destruction lies. And when we take that kind of a higher view, we can see where the destruction has lied in the church. Yeah. Right? Concerning the power of God. So um so here there is a great conflict in so many people regarding God's power. It's optional, just like obedience. Right but Paul says that I fully preached with signs, wonders, and miracles, okay? So, uh, believers live conflicted lives mostly that prevent them from walking in pure authority and pure energy and ability of God's power. They feel conflicted because conflict has been put in their soul and in their mind concerning what's right regarding God's power, regarding signs and wonders, regarding the authority of Jesus Christ. There's a conflict there, right? And this conflict originates from the devil. Mm -hmm. So whenever you feel conflicted concerning God's power in any way, realize you're dealing with a spirit of darkness, Mm -hmm. okay? It is always right. This is what David Hogan says, which is a great quote. He said, Excessive power is always the right answer. Excessive power is always the right answer. I mean, if if we think about it, if the gospel of Jesus Christ is not preached completely without signs, mighty signs, wonders, miracles, and demonstration of the power, then this then our city has not had the gospel of Jesus Christ preached to it. Like, we are beginning to do it. So wherever that is not happening has not even had what Jesus done has done uh, brought forth to them. The, the kingdom has not come to them. Because right. every time Jesus said, when you heal the sick or you do this and that, tell them the kingdom is at hand. All right. So <clears throat> this conflict originates from the devil and is implanted in their minds through the resistance of the devil, through men and their expectations. The devil is on purpose using friends, family, teachers, pastors, you name it, to bring conflict in your life concerning fully preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ with signs, wonders, miracles, and demonstrations of power. And whenever you feel that conflict, and must be dealt with, right? So put to death the part of you that gives ground to that conflict, right? You got to put to death the part of you that harbors, that gives safe haven to the enemy. What do they call that when you give quarter to the enemy? That's like the old way of saying it. You give aid. There's a it's actually a, a federal offense you give when you a priest can do that. When you aid and abet Oh, gotcha. uh, you. aid and abet a criminal? Yes. There's a name there's a word for that. There's, I mean that's you can be oh my gosh. prosecuted. You can be sent to jail. Yeah. You can be sent to jail for aiding and abetting a criminal mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. But is it is it is completely acceptable in the modern church? to aid and abet the devil, to aid and abet his his version of the gospel, to aid and abet the conflict that is planted by the enemy on purpose to prevent you from representing Jesus correctly, from preventing us, me, from representing Jesus correctly and preaching the gospel, which includes mighty signs and wonders and the demonstration of God's power. Okay, so the only way to get rid of this is to put to death a part of you that aids and abets the criminal. That's that's sick. There's a sickness. <laughs> there is a there's a sin. There is a there's a there's a nature problem when there's a part of us that agrees with the criminal, right? Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So today we put to death whatever is in us that conflicts with pure authority and pure energy of God's power. Whatever conflict that remains in us concerning God's power and the results of God's power, we put to death today. And we, on purpose, approach each person, look at them in the eyes, because when we get on their porch, they feel it. They feel what we carry. And if you carry the criminal because you're aiding and abetting him, they feel that too. You know? That's what's so disgusting about Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses. You feel the criminal. Right? So we want them to feel something different. We want them to feel the kingdom where there is no shadow of turning. When there is no aiding or abetting of the criminal. Where there is no, the presence of no lives. Where it's just pure light. It's pure light. It's pure life. It's pure energy. It's pure authority. And we're not even going to entertain what ifs about what happens if we, when we lay hands on the sick and we don't get the result. We're not even entertaining that. See, to entertain that is to aid and abet the criminal. Right. Okay? So, Levi, when you're with James... You have the same attitude, okay? Ben, you're with me today. Have the same attitude, okay? You with me? Mm -hmm. All right.